We begin with Sechs Mikvois. Mikvois is the plural for mikveh. A mikveh is a body of water that has the ability to purify people and objects when they are immersed fully with every single part of them touching the water. There are also some other purposes of a mikveh. For example, when somebody converts to become Jewish, they need to immerse themselves fully in a mikveh. Certain items that are used together with food, if they are bought from somebody who serves idols or possibly any non-Jew, one also needs to dip those into a mikveh before using them. But the most primary use of a mikveh is in order to purify people or items that have become tome. Now, the Torah talks about a mikveh and a mayon. A mayon is a natural spring that is flowing, or a body of water that is still, eventually it reaches the source of the spring. It's still connected to its source. There are certain people who have a severe level of impurity who can only be purified by going into a mayon. There are also some other laws that differ between a mikveh and a mayon. For example, a mikveh must contain at least a volume of 40 sa'ar, which we're going to go with one measurement, is roughly around 700 square liters, around 200 gallons. If a person is being purified in the mikveh, then this is a requirement mid a If it's just an object that is being purified in the mikveh, then according to the Torah, even a very small amount of water, a revias, which is smaller than a cup worth of water, that is sufficient. As long as it's a small item that can be totally surrounded by the water at any one at a moment. However, midrabonon, even items that are being purified can only be purified if they are put into a mikveh that is at least the size of 40 sa'ar, at least the volume of 40 sa'ar. On the other hand, if an item is being purified in a mayon, in a natural spring that is still attached to the body of water, is still attached to its source, the spring, then if it is an item, an object that is being purified, then there is no requirement that it be put into a mayon that contains at least 40 sa'ar. Most understand that if a person is being purified in a mayon, so then we would require 40 sa'ar. So to practically speaking, the only difference between a mikvah and a mayon will be with regards to purifying an object. Now it's learned from a comparison in the Torah between a mikvah and a mayon, that just like a mayon is in the ground, it's attached to the spring that comes from the ground, so to a mikvah, which is a collection of water that is not connected to any source, it also must be on the ground. So if one has a very large container that is above the ground, and there's water contained inside of that container, then it is invalid. The mikvah needs to be in the ground, in a hole in the ground. As well as that, the mikvah cannot be flowing. It has to be still water. This is a diff- another difference between a mikvah and a mayon. And another very important law that is learnt from that comparison between a mikvah and a mayon is that the water must arrive in the mikvah by natural means. So either that means that the rain falls into the mikvah by itself, or the water flows on the ground into the mikvah. But if somebody fills up a container with water and then pours that into the mikvah, this is known as mayim she'uvim, drawn water, and that is invalid for the mikvah. We're going to learn lots of details about these laws. Once there is a, enough water, there's 40 sa'ar of valid water of the mikvah, so then you can add as much mayim she'uvim as you like and it won't invalidate the mikvah. But at least for the initial 40 sa'ar of water that make up the minimum amount that the mikvah needs, at least the vast majority of it cannot be mayim she'uvim.
One last concept that we're going to introduce before we begin the Masechta, and this is a concept which already from the beginning of the Masechta the Mishnahis are going to talk about, is the concept of Hashoka. Hashoka literally means kissing. It refers to when two different bodies of water are connected. And halachically speaking, we would view them as being like one large body of water. And this can have a number of different ramifications. For example, if there is a body of water that is too small, if it is connected to a body of water that is a mikveh, so this would be considered to be a part of the mikveh. So you could purify things even in that smaller body of water. As well as that, water itself is the only liquid that is able to be purified if it becomes tome. How so? Well, as soon as, if let's say somebody has a container of tommy water, if he lowers down that container into a mikveh such that the surface of the container comes into contact with the rest of the mikveh, then the mikveh will purify that water as well. Because at that moment, we consider it to be as if that water is a part of the water of the mikveh. Even though it's in a container, so any water that's in a container is invalid to be a mikvah. Since it's connected to a body of water that is a valid mikvah, so even that water would now become part of the mikvah and also be valid. This is a concept of hashaka. Now, we mentioned earlier on that midiraisa, according to the Torah, even a revius, a very small amount of water, is considered to be a valid mikvah. Of course, as long as it's in the ground... We're not talking about a container over here, but if there is a hole in the ground that is very small, even a puddle in the ground that contains at least a revius of water, according to the Torah, this is considered to be have the status of a mikvah. If there is an object that is small enough that it can be totally immersed inside that small body of water, then according to the strict letter of the law of the Torah, it could be purified in that small amount of water. However, Midirabanon, they require the larger volume of 40 sa'ar to purify anything. However, the status of the body of water itself is still considered to be a mikvah. With regards to the question of whether these items can be purified in that mikvah, so we say that Midirabanon, they can't. But the object itself of that body of water remains a mikvah. What difference does that make? The law is that a mikvah cannot be impure. Any body of water that is in the ground, just like the ground itself cannot become impure, water which is inside of the ground also is not able to become tome. And this law, this feature of a mikvah, is true even with Rabbanon, because they didn't take away the actual status of the mikvah from this body of water. And so the Masechta begins, Sheish Malis by Mikvois, there are six different levels of mikvahs, these different bodies of water, this one is on a higher level than this, and this is on a higher level than this. Meaning the Mishnah is going to list them starting from the lowest level of mikvah that has the least ability of purity, as it were, as we are going to see. Mikvahim, puddles of water that are in the ground, this is the lowest level of mikvah, because Midrabonon, this is not able to purify anything, however, it still has the status of a mikvah itself, such that the puddle itself is going to be pure. Even if a source of impurity touches that puddle of water, it will remain tahar pure as long as it is in the ground. The next few Mishnahis are going to discuss details of this lowest form of mikvah. The law is that even once the water is taken out of the ground, such that it's no longer considered to be a mikvah, if it is not taken out of the ground with a particular purpose or intention in mind, in such a case, it does not lose its pure status. We consider it to be, just like it has been until now, unable to become Tomei.
However, if somebody removes the water from the small puddle or the small hole in the ground deliberately, then it would now gain the ability to become Tomei. So the Mishnah says, Shosa Tomei, if a Tomei person drinks from that water that's in a small hole in the ground, he obviously wants to take the water out of the ground and he's drinking it. And although he ends up drinking most of the water that he takes out of the hole with his mouth, naturally there are going to be a few drops of water that end up dripping from his mouth and from his lips back into that hole with water in it as he's lifting his face out of the water. Now that water was removed from the hole deliberately and it became Tommy by touching this Tommy person's lips. So the situation is where we have some Tommy drops of water falling back into the hole which has some water that is still remaining there. Now this itself is not going to be a problem because, as we mentioned, water that is in the ground cannot become Tommy. And quite the opposite, since there are only a few drops of Tommy water, there is a concept over here called Bittel Beroiv, where the Tommy drops of water are nullified by the majority of this mixture of water which is pure. And therefore, as long as the water remains in that hole, it is all pure. However, Bittel Beroiv doesn't turn the impure drops into being pure. It's just that in the current state, we have a mixture, and the vast majority of the mixture is pure, so the overall status which is given to that water is pure. But as soon as the water is lifted out of that hole, and the water now has the ability to become Tomei, now what occurs is quite the opposite, because in general, if there is w- even one drop of Tommy water that touches a, a lot of Tahar water, it would actually make the entire mixture Tomei. It's all considered to be touching something that is Tomei, so it all becomes Tomei. It's not relevant to talk about nullifying the Tomei drop, because it's the opposite. The Tomei drop is touching all of the Tahar water and makes it all Tomei. It turns it into being Tomei. So as soon as the water gets the ability to become Tomei, now it all becomes Tomei. And it emerges that Vishasa Tahar, if a Tahar person drinks some of the water from that hole afterwards, then Tomei, that person will become Tomei, because the law is if somebody drinks water liquid that is Tomei, Midrabanon, they themselves become Tomei. And as we explained, as soon as the water is lifted up out of that hole, it gains the ability to become Tomei, and since there are probably some of those original Tommy drops included in the part of the water that he is drinking now. So the Tommy drops will make all of the water Tommy, and the person who is drinking that Tommy water will become Tommy himself. Likewise, Shosa Tommy, if somebody who is Tommy drinks from that water, so again, since some drops go back into the water, and those drops became Tommy by touching the person's lips. So as long as the water is still in the ground, it is all Tahar, but as soon as... If somebody fills up a container with water from that hole and the container is pure, as soon as the water is lifted up out of the hole, now it gains the ability to become Tomei, and since it includes some drops of water that are actually Tomei, all of it will become Tomei, and now we have water that is Tomei that is touching this utensil, so the utensil itself becomes Tomei. And the third example of the mission is Shasa Tomei, if somebody who is Tomei drinks from that water, and then the drops which go back into the hole make the water which is remaining Tomei. But in the meantime, as long as the water is all attached to the ground, so it doesn't have the ability for it to become Tomei. But what happened next is that Venothal Kikoshal Truma, a loaf of Truma bread, 
fell into that small hole of water, and then he lifted up that bread from the hole. In Hediach, if he sort of washes and rubs the water on the loaf, he's now deliberately using that water, so that gives it the ability to become Tomei, and the Tomei drops will make all of that water Tomei, and that will in turn make the loaf of bread Tomei as well. In Loyediach, however, if he didn't rub and wash the loaf of bread with that water, so then it's like a case of water that is removed from the hole, not deliberately. And he's not using that water at all, and therefore it still does not have the ability to become Tomei. So we're still at that stage where, quite the opposite, the water that does not have the ability to become Tomei at all nullifies the Tomei drops, so that all of the water is Tahar pure.